the Pro Wrestling Bowl. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you, because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three, and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't have to. Hey, everybody. It's the Working Fans Podcast. Hey, we are live and in Technicolor. We are back. AJ, we got a top five of the week coming at people later because as we said off air, there was actually good stuff on both shows this week. WWE Raw, Dynamite, and other wrestling shows maybe out there too. So yeah, we thought, you know what? Not a bad time because it it was getting to the point that it was pretty much all we were doing was talking about AEW before. So, you know what? I thought, hey, we can maybe bring that back and we'd have maybe some different things to talk about this week. Yeah, good stuff all around this week. Not a bad week for wrestling fans so far. And there's still more to come tonight. We still got a Friday night SmackDown and uh, Rampage, which is pretty well loaded, too. Yep. And so much stuff happening, too. Getting ready for Clash of the Castle all out. But with everything going on. I thought the big story is obviously what's happening with Triple H. We saw he got Cross back. We saw Cross and Scarlet back last week. We saw Dexter Loomis back. You broke the story to me before we got on air. I hadn't seen it yesterday, but Ashante. Let's, let's go ahead. But basically, the guys at Top so, Dollar. So yeah, Top Dollar, who was a former football player, AJ Francis. He hit, and then obviously Ashante Adonis, which to be honest with you, Ashante to me was the one who was lacking a little bit from the group. But obviously you can't have Swerve, so they're trying to put it back together because it was working. And then it, it just disappeared. I think you do need Swerve for that, but it's interesting. But I mean, you know, maybe back is this a tag team? I mean, I think... I think Triple H wants to probably build up some tag team divisions, and we'll see. Which is why I told you one of the people to watch out for this week on these lists of top five wrestlers to bring back was FPR. And you'll notice in the comments, a lot of people put down Cash and Dax, but they're also in as FTR, so... If somebody has cash, someone has Dax, that's a vote for FTR. To be honest with you, to me, that's the least likely of the names that I think that are going to be most popular to come back. Oh, just yeah. because I think that they're doing so well right now, I don't think they're going to take the chance of handcuffing themselves, even if Triple H is in the position that he's in. Well, I mean, they have contracts, too. I don't see those guys leaving anytime soon. Now, I mean, for- look at this. Look how over they were this week when they came down with Wardlow, for Christ's sakes. These guys would be fools to actually go back to the WWE right now. Right now, yes. Now, if their contract opens up in two years and they've accomplished everything they can accomplish in AEW and Hunter is still in charge and things are cooking, the landscape could change. But right now... That's just, that's just a lot of what-ifs for two years. For right now, right, right. And I don't know what their contracts are. It could be up in the next few months. If it's up in the next few months, stay where you are. If it's up in the next okay. year. But now if it's up in three years, four years, who knows? Who knows? But this is who we'd like to see now. So, AJ, why don't you hit me with your first list? All right. So, let's take a look at who I've got here. 
Uh, sorry. Easy, grandpa. <laughs> sorry about that. I, I don't know if I told you or not. So the official diagnosis inside is that because of the cough and what happened with my throat, I actually yeah. have a partial tear inside my abdominal cage. Oh. So so that's where that's where that little bit of pain comes from. That's all right. It just makes you makes you feel alive, if you will. Yeah. The first list is Albert Bettis from the Mothership Facebook group, and he's got the revival as we spoke of before. He's got Harry Smith. He's got Carlito. That's an interesting one. And then we also have Bray Wyatt, but not as the fiend. And he's only got four, so that those are the four. You know what? I'll give him a fifth one. Harry, he already did Harry Smith. We'll go with Jumping Jim Brunzel. Jumping Jim Brunzel to make a comeback. I love it. Joe Sired in our comments. Producer Joe said, what's up? He's also going to give us his top five of the week, too. Already, Dolph Ziggler versus Gable on Raw. Field of Dreams game last night. <laughs> the tournament brackets revealed. AJ and I appearing on the More Perfect Yoon podcast, episode 348. Whatever the showman right there. Smack out tonight. Thank you, producer Joe. Dude, all I can tell you is that when you put me and Joe as a tag team on the perfect union, nobody's stopping that team, baby. Nobody. Yeah, AJ, you going to keep tally on these this week? Yeah, I've already started keeping tally on it. So far, we've got a three-way tie with Harry Smith, FTR, and Bray Wyatt. All right. I love it. Stuff happening here. I got John Esnier, Mothership Facebook group. Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, who, Fantasio. I have a feeling who will not be coming back since he's passed away. Mantar and Gilbert. I think Mantar might be dead too. So I think he actually picked two dead people. (laughs) Well, yeah, the who was Jim Neidhart. So he's passed away. Yeah. I think Mantar is dead also. Yeah. (laughs) That was Steve Lombardi, right? Yeah, Steve Lombardi's still alive. His career isn't, but he's still. Now, I actually have producer Joe. We've got Bray Wyatt. We've got Davy Boy Smith Jr. I'm going to put him down as Harry. We got Chris Hero. Wow, that's I would love to see that if Chris Hero's in shape and if he's actually able to still perform at the level that he used to. Matt Cardona, who if he comes in as Matt Cardona, could definitely be entertaining. And then Deanna Parazza. I love Deanna Parazzo. That is a fantastic one. Good call, Joe. All right. I got Ben. Wit Rich from the Mothership Facebook group. And AJ, you thought that last list I got was hot from the Mothership Facebook group with Abe Knuckleball Schwartz? Check this one out. Ben Witch. He's got Savage, Eaton, Piper, Henning, and Rhodes. <laughs> if he needs Dustin, Dustin's got a shot. <laughs> but not likely. But more likely than anybody else on that list. Because everybody on that list is dead. <laughs> And if he means Dusty, other Dusty said too. <laughs> wow. I like Randy Oska's pick. That guy would be a hell of a draft pick for the he'd be a hell of a draft pick for the roster. I have Simon Baum from the Mothership Facebook group. He's got Karrion Cross, who obviously has already come back. So hey, I think you got that one right. FTR. We've got Matt Cardona again with his current heel gimmick, and that's what we agree on. If he comes in as Matt Cardona. That could be red hot. Sasha Banks, and I can't think of a fifth, so I would love to see MJF or Ricky Starks. Those don't count because they've never been there, so another one for Jim Brunzel. Good for you, Jim. <laughs> you might want to put Matt Cardona on that list, too. I'll yeah, I'm adding Matt Cardona to it now. So yeah, like two, I think, already. You know who would be an interesting one, and you're going to hear him on my list, so I'm not going to mention him now, but I've got a good one for you coming up. I'm going to, let's see, Impact Merchants should be a good show tonight. Also, Randy advertising some stuff for us. All right, let me go to Wrestling Figure Federation on Instagram. He gave us Chris Hero, Austin Aries, Alberto Del Rio, Heath Slater, 
And the one I'll actually agree with on this list, Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy, I love. I got to tell you, Albert Del Rio is a funny one, but he was actually cleared of everything. So that's why he's actually suing some of the places that let him go. I also think you called him Albert Del Rio, which... (laughs) Alberto Del Rio, sorry. Albert Del Rio was cleared, but Alberto (laughs) into you. (laughs) I've got John White. Yeah. He's got Johnny Gargano. Yes. He's got, let's see here, Braun Strowman, EC3, Pac, and Alistair Black. That's a pretty strong list. You know what? I would add Black to your list of people to keep out too, because he came on some other lists too. Or it is ironic that White actually brought up Black, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, before I get to this next list, I actually want to bring this up. With Vince gone, do you think the Cruiserweight will get a fair shot? So there is no Cruiserweight title technically right now. They ended up combining that with a North American belt. But I wondered the same thing the other day. Like, you know, could we see a return of people like Kushida and stuff like that? Well, the funny thing is, is Triple H actually is very open to different size wrestlers getting a push. He has been in NXT. He pushed the hell out of Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. These are all guys... (laughs) that are not necessarily huge guys. And Triple H has had no problem with pushing them. So we could see it, but I do not see us having a cruiserweight division again. I think he'll just actually push them as legitimate contenders to every title. Yeah, we'll see. He was a proponent of having the cruiserweight title back, but we'll see as we go on. I got Danny Martinez, who's got a great list here. Ken Shamrock as an ambassador slash Hall of Fame induction. Bray Wyatt, because of course. Billy Gunn as an NXT trainee wrestler on live events. Davey Boy Smith Jr., or Harry Smith, who never got a chance in his last run, and Braun Strowman, who could be a big star if they used him correctly. So I've added Braun to the list, too, because he now has two also. And since the highest one is actually three tied between Bray and Harry, that puts him in the running. Joe hears that they want to drop the 24-7 title. I think that title is on borrowed time. That title is complete garbage, and it should have never been made in the first place. You also weren't a big fan of the original, well, maybe not the hardcore, hardcore title. The belt became the 24-7 hardcore belt when they had the 27. 27- yeah. yeah, that's when I, I agree. Just ask nine. Dave Fabe has Vince McMahon, <laughs> Alberto Del Rio, Trent, Doink, and Tatanka. All right. Why, why would he throw Trent in with the, there with those guys? Trent is awesome. Trent. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he really wants Vince McMahon, Del Rio, Doink, and Tatanka. <laughs> This guy's got interesting takes. <laughs> Once again, though, you've got the original Doink who's dead and Vince McMahon who probably should be. <laughs> We've got main bat 4113 from Reddit, if that is your real name. He's got Bray Wyatt. He's got, oh, he's got a young wrestler on his list. He's got the big show. He's got Ryback. Yeah, I'd likely to see that happen. <laughs> Alistair Black has got another one. And then another one for Buddy Murphy. Two. I'm running out of paper here because I keep having to add people because they're surprisingly getting more uh, than some of the people we thought would get some. I'm going to give you two lists. Well, one person's comment, and I will give you a list. Michael Aiden Don- Donnan. You said, honestly, anyone that would have been worth bringing back has already signed with AEW. Let's look at the free agent pool. You got guys like Gargano, Loomis, Bray Wyatt, Strowman, who else? Saw someone list David Smith, and that's about it. So, first off, I think David Smith is a great pick. (laughs) I'd bring him back in a commentary or administrative role. Maybe give him the book. I like that a lot. I don't know anyone named David Smith. I know a man called Dave, but I don't know any David Smith. But if I did, I would certainly give him all of those positions. (laughs) I'm going to throw Daniel back with you. We'll have his list here. 
He's got Gargano, Harry Smith, Bray, Thatcher. That should be on there more. And Buddy Matthews. That's a good list. Shout out to the commentary team of New Heights Wrestling. Great job with the podcast. Thank you, Randy Oscar. And well, I got one for you. Margosity 303 has got Bray Wyatt, Tony Storm, Kyle O'Reilly, Paige, and Rusev. Unfortunately, with the neck, I don't think we will ever see Paige again in the WWE. No. However, I do have a sneaking suspicion at some point she's going to turn up somewhere. I do too. Um, and, and Rusev. Did I say Rusev? You did. Yeah. 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 He'd be great under Triple H's watch. Robert Palin of the Mothership Facebook group. The Ding Dongs, Julia Sneezer, Gorgeous George, and Yamaha Yambamba, the Jungle Savage. We can just skip that all together. And I'll get my next few list here. I got from Mike Flynn, FTR, Alistair Black, Hit Row, Adam Cole, and Samoa Joe. So Here's the funny thing. This is the first time we've actually heard Adam Cole and Samoa Joe. But here's an interesting thing. He mentioned Hit Row, like we talked about at the beginning of the show. They're yeah. rumor they are scheduled for SmackDown tonight, or at least at the SmackDown taping tonight. So there's a chance, other than Swerve, obviously. But there's a chance that we will see them this evening. Randy Osga, he's got Keith Lee, Bray Wyatt, Candice LeRae, Johnny Gargano, and Harry Smith. Candice LeRae cannot be re-signed because she's actually already under a contract. All right, good call. She's just down for her pregnancy. He's got Alex Lorenzo, another friend of his, who's got Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly. Surprised I haven't heard his name more. That's the second one for Kyle O'Reilly. I had O'Reilly on the list for Margosity 303. Malachi Black and Samoa Joe. And Andy's got one more friends list. Just you know what? We'll just wrap that up too. We'll get all of Randy's friends here. Anthony Laterra, he's got Adam Cole, Pac. Velveteen Dream, Johnny Wrestling, also known as Johnny Gargano, and Samoa Joe. Let's do a little tally whacking real quick here. We've got Bray Wyatt, who has actually taken the lead with seven. Johnny Gargano and Harry Smith are tied at six. We've got Buddy Murphy. Oh, no. Alistair Black is four. And then we've got Buddy Murphy, FTR, Samoa Joe, Adam Cole, all tied at three. Mm. Braun Strowman, Matt Cardoza, and Chris Hero are tied at two. I love Matt Cardoza. One of my all-time favorites. AJ hit me with another list. Yeah, I always butcher his last name. So it's horrible. And, I, and so rare I get to laugh because I'm, I'm yeah. the kid messing up names. So. Please go ahead. Oh, I've got Chris Zoha. He's got Samoa Joe. He's got Cesaro. Now, I would never say Cesaro. And the reason why is because my absolute terrify, how terrified I am of how they'll misuse him again. And then he's got Cash Wheeler and Dax Hardwood as three and four. So he's only actually given us three because he's got FTR, Cesaro, and Samoa Joe. I love it. I got Jesse from New Hampshire. He's got Matt Cardona, but he's, he, he puts in it. It won't happen. He's got Brian Myers, also states again, won't happen. Then he's got Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, and John Moxley. Mm-hmm. I'd like to point out, it's interesting, though, that he thinks Cardona and Myers definitely won't happen, but Moxley would. I would say that Matt Cardona is probably more open to coming. If Adam- By far. I don't even think it's close. Uh, now, that being said, I think both are, I think all of those people are enjoying what they're doing right now. So yeah, absolutely. It. And why would Brian Myers even take, even potentially take the shot at being misused again like that? So I've got Kevin Orr from the Mothership Facebook group. Yep. We've got Bray Wyatt. We've got Sasha Banks who I don't have a list for, so I don't know why I'm looking at the paper. We've got Braun Strowman, who I do have on here, Harry Smith, and then we've got Jeff Jarrett. What an interesting return that would be. 
I mean, how exciting. <laughs> Na- Nashville is a buzz. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett works for him technically. That was like too. So, Roderick Strong fan from Twitter. He's got Johnny Gargano. Again, Candice LeRae, who, as AJ pointed out, actually still worked for them. Billy Kay, Shane Thorne, and Bronson Reed, also known as Jonah. Me and you are going to give our list. Oh, wait a minute. I got one more. You, go ahead. I have Nicholas Brown from the Mothership Facebook group, and he's got CM Punk, Brian Danielson, who returns to Rampage tonight to speak of, and then we've got Samoa Joe, and then he's also got Cash and Dax as separate people, but we're going to put them together as one for FTR. Absolutely. So top five people I like to come to WWE. So I think this is interesting because the fan, like I could say, well, here's the best guys. You'd want to get like a CM Park. You'd want to get Samoa Joe back and all that. But who's going to be the best fit right now? Like you talked about it. FTR is doing great over AEW. So as a fan of wrestling in general, do I want to see them leave right now? No, I like what's going on with them. I like what's going on with Samoa Joe too. But I think Hunter is such a fan of Samoa Joe. I don't think Samoa Joe's ever got to get the push he deserved under the Triple H administration. So well, he's I, had bad luck too. He was also injured whenever Triple H was going to actually start pushing him. So I agree. I like, but I like Joe. I think I'll put Joe down as one of my guys. I will put Harry Smith down as one of my guys because Harry Smith again never got a chance. And AEW, you got to remember, it's a crowded roster itself. Nick Gargano, to me, it's a layup. You could do stuff with him and Champa. You can do stuff with him on his own. He's definitely got to be there. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, absolutely has to be back here if we're going to see something with him. I think one of the funny things about Bray Wyatt is the fact that people were very specific in the fact that they want Bray Wyatt back, not the Fiend for the most part. People literally put in parentheses Bray Wyatt, not the Fiend. Absolutely. Now, I could say Shasta Banks, I could say Naomi, but I think they're coming back. So I'm not going to list them. I would say for my last person, even though Jesse doesn't think it's going to happen, I'm going to say Matt Cardona. I think this version of Matt Cardona could definitely do some stuff. No, I think that that's a good list. That's a rock-solid list. I agree with you for a lot of them. I am going to go with Harry like you do. Yep. Because we're just wild about Harry. And then I am going to go actually with Samoa Joe, just like you did, because I don't think he reached his potential of what he could be due to injury. I got to go with Johnny Gargano. Because I love Johnny wrestling. I'm also going to go with Matt Cardona like you did. Because I think that what he's doing is absolutely incredible. But here's a guy who I would like to see. And this one's going to be a little bit different than everybody else. I would love to see Trevor Murdoch back and do what he's doing right now that he's done for the NWA. I don't think he could main event in the WWE right now. But I think he would be rock solid. You know what? This guy wasn't really probably eligible because he's never been there. But a guy I wouldn't mind seeing come to WWE in that same breath, Nick Aldis. Under his current character, you know, I'd love to see what someone like Hunter. I think Hunter would really appreciate the talents of a Nick Aldis. Yeah, absolutely. I think I so too. But that wouldn't be a return. But like you said, that wouldn't be a return. That would be more of a um, actual first time. So speaking of list, AJ, we're wrapped up here. You got the tally. What were the? Let's final? give you the tally whack here. So Johnny Gargano has actually come back and taken the lead. He's at ten. Bray Wyatt with nine. Harry with nine. And those are your top three competitors. Your next closest one was seven for Samoa Joe. All right. So let's take that top three, because I like that top three. Johnny Gargano, Harry Smith, and who was the last one, AJ? The la- so it was Harry Smith, it oh, was Johnny Gargano, and Samoa Joe. I mean, and Bray Wyatt, sorry. Okay. So out of all those people who would like to see come back, I got to tell you, to me, it's all about who's going to make the biggest impact, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. So out of that group, in my opinion, the biggest impact would actually be Bray Wyatt. But with Triple H at the helm, it is possible that Johnny Gargano could make a huge splash also. I think that's why I think you just made it as our number two. Harry Smith would have to be number three. But. The problem is we've never seen anybody do anything with Harry Smith, which just absolutely boggles our mind every time we talk about it. It's nobody hard. has ever. It's hard to say because like Harry's a different presentation that we've seen in WWE over the years in the sense of like Gargano. We know what he can do under a Triple H watch. We've seen that already. We've yeah. seen Bray Wyatt and what he can do. We haven't seen Harry in that system with NXT work with Triple H, so we don't know. The typical Harry Smith we see, there's no nonsense. It's just a great catch-as-catch-can wrestler. You love him. He's big. He's strong. But what does he bring personality-wise? WWE, typically, you need that personality. So I think that's the issue. But Hunter might do something. So let's talk. You know what? Great segue. Let's go into our top five of the week. Actually, Reva Brown is here. I, I agree with Reva Brown. Yes, we agree. We want that exactly. That's what we're talking about. That's going to be our, but, but we want that original Bray Wyatt. We want the fireflies. We want yeah. Don't give me that fiend crap. Bring me bring me those psychological frick just incredible Bray Wyatt moments. Absolutely. Well, speaking of great moments, Backley actually mentioned Tyler Breeze. Bring me those Tyler Breeze moments. Those moments of just fashion model just Well, I was saying before, before before <laughs> he went down that avenue. With Ty, not Tyler Breeze. We were talking about Harry Smith, right? And that prototype hasn't really been used in WWE a lot. So we said top five of the week this week. We want to pick our top five moments in pro wrestling. And we're going to talk some AEW here a little bit too. But what I liked about Monday Night Raw this week, what's a little bit different, was Chad Gable and Dolph Ziggler. They started off as an amateur wrestling match, and they built in submissions. And then a pro wrestling match, Dolph wins with a super kick. That's a style of match. Some fans might not have been expecting. There might not have been a story on that. But to me, what I liked about it, it brought something different. It kind of reminded me of the old Nitro days when Eric Bischoff was breaking into cruiserweights. Maybe you have a technical match. Then you have your main event talent. And I like the fact that Triple H was like, oh, here's something you guys aren't used to. So that made one of my top five. No, I enjoyed it. I thought Raw altogether this week was well put together. They really delivered. I even, I know some people are hit or miss on what they've done at the end of the show with Dexter Loomis. But I even liked the way they actually played that off where AJ Styles was basically like, what the hell? And then just went right back to what he was doing. Almost like it was just a little annoyance in the crowd and just played it off. And they just gave you that little subtle thing from the announcers of, is that Dexter Loomis? Yes, I like it. Actually, I like Dexter Loomis. You like him more than I do. I but I like the fact they brought him back. So yeah. that'll be number two on my list. Actually, this is going to be mostly Raw here. Karrion Cross, though, from SmackDown. That was a week ago. That makes my top five for sure. Loved, loved the fact that way Cross came back and he's involved in the main event picture. That's my three. My fourth one, Tomasa Ciampa. Tomasa Ciampa talking about Harley Race. AJ, I texted you that night. I said, no spoilers. Watch that interview. I didn't know he was going to come out wearing the robe and everything, too, at that point when I texted you. So cool. Only issue, kind of made him a baby face in my eyes. But I loved it in another way, though, because it teased to me that he might really win. It created drama. It was the most back-and-forth match I've ever seen. If this had been two months ago, Ciampa would have been beaten in two minutes or probably lost by disqualification because the Miz interfered. Instead, it was back-and-forth. Loved it, and I love what it did for Bobby Lashley as well. And we'll get to my final fifth here in the comments. 
before I could take Roman Reigns and get this belt. I want him to come back. All right. Reba Brown, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Reba Brown is ready to go. I actually like Backley's comment with Jonah defeating Okada on Sunday. What a great weekend it was for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And it just absolutely was incredible. Because, you know, it was yeah. my list. Maybe people like Sim come back. But my final one, I will go to AEW. And it was, of course, the return of CM Punk. You know, there's a lot of returns. I made my top five this week. But that whole last main event segment, Moxley versus Lionheart, Chris Jericho. Oh, my God. First off, great match. Loved all the little things they did with Jericho coming back. Love Punk coming back at the end. But this is one little thing I really like, too. Moxley. Typical defiant Moxley. Everybody's crazy. They love Moxley. Moxley. Nah. Flipped off Punk. Gives him the shoulder chuck, gets out of there, and he starts booing, and this guy doesn't care. I love this. Brian Alvarez pointed this out. He said, some people, he said, I'm not picking on her, but Liv, you could see when she didn't get cheered, she got a little rattled, and, you know, like she ended up swearing in her promo. Although I like what Liv did, too, where she said, no, appreciate you calling me out of my shit. But I get what he's saying. Moxley, he literally don't give a shit. (laughs) He can boo him, cheer him, he's going to do it. And you can feel the genuine how fired up it was when he gets out there with Claudio and he slaps his hand real hard and they sold a chuck and they're like, yeah, fuck that guy. It was like, part of me was like, I'm on Team Moxley. <laughs> like, you know? I was going to say, they sold it all the way through, but Punk sold it all the way through too. Yeah. Great yeah, job by Punk at the end too. Popping around on his foot to show you how good his foot is. He's doing his sit down and then popping up. And he, he literally, both of them sold exactly who their characters are and how little they give a shit. Punk came down because he doesn't like those other guys. He didn't necessarily come down just to save Moxley. And then I got to tell you, I got taken back in time. When I saw Chris Jericho come out with his hair down, it was the closest in his face that I've come to seeing Chris Jericho that we actually first loved 20-something years ago in WCW. That guy, that defiant force, because people forget how much of a game-changer he was, how different he was in WCW, and then how different he was when he came to the WWE. And he's been a revolutionary wrestler his whole career. So to see him and take us back that way and see the guy who we saw in Mexico, ECW, New Japan, it was absolutely phenomenal. And he held his own in the match. He did. We've given Jericho some shit through the year, for through the last year, that sometimes he's been a little out of shape, sometimes he hasn't held his own. He held his own in this match. It was one of the few times he's done that lion salt where I didn't think he was going to break his neck over the last last year absolutely so that was going to make one of your top five i believe that that is one of my top fives absolutely i agree with you with raw i loved the dexter loomis return that was big for me my number three is definitely champa they made champa a superstar there tonight on raw he held his own with little interference against bobby lashley who literally goes in and destroys people and champa who is technically half the size of lashley held his own and looked absolutely fantastic and they put him over big time. Do not stop the push here. Keep Champa going. Let him be a baby face because people want to cheer Champa. Absolutely. So Triple H, great job on that. There was a point in that match too where Champa had I uh, got the little the way he covered him. He covered him with both his shoulders and his whole body hooked up, almost in an awkward all the way where you thought for sure, oh, there's no way for him to kick out. And Lashley just kind of cranks that shoulder up. Great stuff. 100%. Once again, I've got to give it to Bailey Io Sky, not Io Shirai, and I've got to give it to Dakota Kai. Those three 
first of all, Dakota Kai is just as good on the mic as anyone, but to have her with Bailey, who's fantastic as a heel, and then Io Shirai, who is playing that uncontrollable kind of what are you going to get from her character that's just a great three person team and I can't wait to see where they're going to go because they could be tag team champs and world champ at the same time absolutely and before you give me your last one I just want to point out too one of the other great moments too I know you agree with this all right the scripted promos I don't know where they are but this was definitely not completely scripted I love when Bailey screws up and calls her Dakota Sky and there's that little second and rather than just ignore it the crowd Bailey returns, I know I said it wrong, you dummies. Let me think. And then they start badgering the fan. It was 80s old school heel, and I loved it, and I loved it. It was off the cuff, and I'm like, hey, they're reacting to things, and this is not going to be just sterile and, you know, just boring, like, promos. We can react to things now. And then my last one was a tough one because I wanted to give it to Daniel Garcia because I love the way he is actually still digging in to Brian Danielson and still going, hey, listen, I sent you home to go garden with your family and whatever you're doing. And I love what he's doing. And I love that whole interview. But God damn it, Backley. He Uh literally just stole what I was about to say. (laughs) My number five is actually Shingo versus Osprey. They're... <laughs> oh, he's dying. <laughs> Their match this weekend was absolutely incredible. If you have a chance, if 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 you haven't been watching New J- New Japan Pro Wrestling and you haven't seen these guys work, Shingo and Osprey were absolutely incredible. They've had a few matches over the time that have been fantastic, but that match itself was just absolutely incredible. So please check it out. Absolutely. All right, guys. I think that's going to be it for this week. There's a lot of good stuff that happened. There's a lot of good stuff we're excited. In the few coming weeks, we're going to have All Out. We're going to have Clash at the Castle. And, man, I'm excited. AEW's tearing it up. And for the first time in a while, creatively, WWE's giving me hope, too. So it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. And thanks for tuning in, guys. You like what you see, whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, like, subscribe. And follow us and support us because we're just wrestling fans like you guys. All right. Thanks for tuning in. All right. So that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on anchor.fm. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 